Well, good afternoon, everybody. This is Jose Orador Jr., your neighborhood-friendly insurance agent, and this is episode number five of the Little Bit About Everything podcast. And um, you know, I'm, this man needs no introduction, but for the sake of of uh, just doing it, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, my man. Go ahead and uh, tell us what you do, what you're into, and of course, you know, whatever you want to say. Go ahead, my brother. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks so much for having me on, Jose. Uh, my name is Eamon Michael Keen. I am 25 years old. I live in Newton, Massachusetts. I grew up in Boston for part of my life and then uh, moved out to Newton after my parents purchased uh, another property and used their, their primary residence as a rental property. So I uh, got to see that side of things pretty early on in my life. And that's what piqued my interest. But uh, I'm, I'm working on a wholesaling business now. And I'll be licensed as an agent come this fall. So I'll be working with Evo Boston. And uh, that, that's about it for now. We got some fun stuff planned for the fall. Absolutely. And before we, you know, I got to say, Evo Boston, um, you guys have some of the most, you know, really great events. Uh, I, think, I think we mentioned earlier, but we, I, we, you know, I've been to two of your events and it has been really awesome networking and just really great to, Met a lot of great people, you know, uh, through those events, man. And so, you know, big, big, big shout out to y'all, man. Kudos to y'all for, uh, you know, hosting some just really <laughs> crazy dope events, man. Yeah, um, no, I, I just met these guys. And uh, like I said on our, our earlier show, uh, loud and proud. They're, they're, they know what they do well and they, they do those things extremely well. So, so, so speaking of which, so, you know, so, so why Evo? Cause again, I know you've, Someone that's getting into the real estate, you know, uh, per se, although you've been in it for a little bit, but, you know, you, I'm sure you have a plethora of options, right, to, to, to choose what brokerage and who you want to be affiliated with. So so why Evo? Yeah, so, I mean, it came down to a couple of different things. Uh, first, you know, I'm, I'm a very open book. I'll tell anybody anything about what I'm doing, and I'll be completely transparent because that's just who I am. Good business and practice. When I went to some of these... Uh, these agencies and operations that are in development that that know how to wholesale uh, that are selling properties on market like a you know a traditional agency uh, they weren't really okay with me uh, wholesaling they weren't really okay with me sort of building my own thing uh, but really my end goal was to collaborate and bring those things together so Evo was really the first team that with open arms uh, said, you know, we love that you're wholesaling. We love that you're doing this. We're wholesaling. We're developing. Uh, we are pro doing property management. We are doing rehabs, flips. We're doing it all. We're trying to hit it all on all fronts. Uh, so, you know, that collaborative effort uh, and really the values they have of uh, doing great work uh, and, and coming out there hungry. Uh, they, they got a young team. Uh, they got a very, very energetic team. So they do. Uh, it, it so many things uh, came together well, and yeah, it just seemed like a natural fit when I was when I was uh, talking to different agencies. No, it definitely feels that way, man. You, you know, uh, I think culture, and I, and I think you mentioned it. You know, culture is such a you know, it, 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 it's such a big part of a company, right? And, and particularly now where. Um, things a lot more in the open because of social media and, you know, things like that. Um, you know, the, the company's culture is synonymous with um, their ability to attract and retain, you know, uh, you know, talent. And, and in your case, you know, you're, you're again, you just 
just a great guy, talented, you know, talented professional. So I'm sure Evo, it's in, it's in his, uh, it's in his best interest to, to have a culture where, you know, folks like you can command and kind of expand on their brand uh, while at the same time building yours, which is obviously, you know, the most important thing. Now, so one thing that I wanted to ask you, kind of going to dive in a little bit deeper into kind of what you do. So what's wholesale, you know, because I know, I know some people may be, I know myself, I'm not too, uh, you know, too clear on what that precisely, you know, well, what is that and how, as it relates to like real estate and residential, all that good stuff. So, so can you kind of dive in a little bit deeper into that? Like what is wholesale and, you know, why did you get into that side of the business? Yeah. So, you know, there's different approaches to wholesaling in general. So you'll, you'll probably get different answers uh, from people with different perspectives. Uh, the way I like to look at it is it's a wholesaler is anybody that can uh, build the bridge between a deal and an investor uh, with room to add value for appreciation uh, or really, you know, in a sense, make money. Uh, so often that comes in the form of uh, residential properties uh, with distressed owners that, you know, may not be able to handle the property are in a situation they need to get out of quickly. Uh, or whatever that may be, uh, the wholesalers coming in and making them an offer that they agree to. Uh, and, you know, also keeping in mind that the end buyer, uh, most of the time investors, contractors, developers have to make money too. Uh, right. So they cut out the, the headache, uh, the, the legwork of finding deals because, uh, you know, if it was easy to find deals, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> Correct. Now, so... So from, from that standpoint, like where, where do you come in? Where, where, where does your expertise kind of come in to, uh, cause I assume you are, uh, for lack of a better word, you know, the, the, the middleman or the facilitator, I should say, between the owner who's trying to perhaps, you know, get rid of a property for whatever reason. And then perhaps the, the you know, the, the, the investor, or am I getting that correct? Or, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we do operate as a deal facilitator because we, in a sense, found that deal, made a relationship with the seller, uh, understood what they were going through and, uh, you know, incorporated the end buyer into our offer uh, and ourselves, because at the end of the day, we are running a business. So uh, my background is in marketing uh, and strategy. And I started a CBD company when I was 18. Uh, and I learned a lot about failure and success in those three years, uh, being so young, working with friends. Uh, but really, I, I learned a lot about strategically setting up your business uh, to service others. And the people that I'm servicing are investors. Uh, these are going to be people that I'm going to be ideally working with for a very long time. And the sellers of the properties, the people that I need to uh, hear out. I need to understand their motivation and and help them through this process because more often than not, if you're buying a property at a deep discount off market, uh, there's going to be a tough situation going on. Yeah. It's it's not an ideal place uh, that people want to be. That's awesome, man. So 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 I I'm glad that you know you kind of clear that up a little bit because again, there's such a you know obviously real estate is so so broad you know in, in a way and. There's so many different avenues one can take, but usually, at least the ones that I'm familiar with, you know, either going to be a residential realtor or a commercial realtor. And I was, and I know a few wholesalers, not not very many, but I never really got like an idea of what it is that you, you know that you guys 
you know, uh, did per se. Now we, I know we we touched up on it uh, a little bit earlier on the um, on the other episode that we did, but so why why the wholesale aspect of it? Because obviously a lot of again there are probably more a whole lot more residential realtors and commercial realtors than they are wholesalers, right? And yeah. uh, so, so why so so why did you get into that specific side of the business? Yeah, you know it. It, it really starts uh, sort of with my background. I saw that my parents did so well with one rental property and I knew that's what I wanted to do. From the moment I started my CBD business, I, was, I couldn't stop thinking about getting into residential real estate, commercial real estate investments. And it, you know, it's sort of hard to do that when I've invested a lot of my time, my money, my energy and resources into starting the company that I did. Uh, you know, things went well, but I didn't leave that company with a huge paycheck uh, and with enough knowledge to just start investing in properties. Uh, so I wanted to find that bridge the, to fill the gap of my knowledge, uh, start making money and uh, real estate wholesaling seems like a great first step. Uh, you know, a lot of people sort of get, I guess, pushed into it online by gurus, coaches, whoever it may be. Uh, but it really is such a powerful tool, uh, more or less, in this industry to use. And it, it, if you can do well in wholesaling and really build a strong network uh, and a strong, I guess, history of, of what you've been able to accomplish, uh, you can do well in real estate investing. So I wanted to use this as, as my starting point. That's awesome, man. And, you know, you know it's, it's, it's really nice that you... Uh... Um, you know, touched up on the, uh, you know, with your parents, right? And how you saw, you know, them do their thing and the example that they set for you. Uh, and then uh, you've taken that and, and expanded on it, of course, but it's, it's awesome, man. I, and I, I commend you because I, I, like I said earlier, when I was 25, man, <laughs> my mentality was a totally different one than a lot of 25-year-olds that I know nowadays, right? So, but that's good. That's, that, 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 that's actually an awesome thing, right? It's not a, um, so kudos to you, man. Kudos to your parents. A big shout out to your parents. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Keene, you guys did a great job. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll let kids. them know. <laughs> so hopefully, I hope my kids will, will turn out as, as good as you, man. Now, in general, you know, so what is your driving? And, you know, what, 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 you know, what drives you? And of course, what's your like your long term or even short term vision? you know, on a personal level, even in the force on, on a business level? And how do you plan to, you know, get to that to that place? Yeah, so I mean, this, this has been such an important question for me. And it, it's so necessary to answer. And, you know, I think it'll always be changing. I think it's, a, it's almost like a living organism, like, uh, you know, what does my vision look like now? It's, it's probably gonna look very different in 10 years. But um, in terms of business, uh, I really want to build an ecosystem of uh, people, processes, systems, strategies uh, that are achievable, attainable, that I can pass off to other people and provide them that value that I needed when I started. Uh, but in terms of my personal uh, goals and mission, my drive, you know, I think a lot like everybody, it's this freedom. You know, I worked a lot. I worked myself into the ground at 18. I struggled uh, with many things in that time and process of starting a business that I never want to go through again. I, I really hit one of my lowest points after leaving my first business. 
you know, we had accomplished great things, but it felt like a failure in my eyes uh, because I, in a sense, burnt out, gave up. Uh, so, you know, my, my motivator uh, overall is really the freedom of my, of my time uh, to work on projects that I really enjoy uh, without the stress of financials, without the stress of uh, who's around me to help me complete these projects. And uh, yeah, so, it, you know, working with great people, uh, value-driven people, uh, people that I can really rely on and call family uh, is, is going to be big for my business and my personal life. Uh, and, and that freedom to keep developing myself because I see yeah. the more I invest in myself, my health, my physical health, my mental health, uh, man, does my momentum start to build up. And it, we've, you know, in the last few years, it really has seemed like this is starting to catch fire uh, with, with people online uh, because, you know, we're by nature, you know, we're just trying to get through, we're trying to survive, uh, do what we have to. Uh, but when you're able to flip the switch and start conditioning yourself to uh, invest in your health, your, your mind, your body, your soul, you know, that motivation, uh, man, things, doors open up that you would have never even uh, knew existed. Yeah, man, every, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you gotta, you know, we don't take care of ourselves in some type of way, you know I mean? I mean, you know, we may have the world's greatest product, the world's greatest idea, the world's greatest, I don't know, whatever, but we don't take care of ourselves to some extent, you know, um, somebody else is going to enjoy the, 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 the fruits and, and of that, of that idea or that concept or whatever the case may be. So, so that, that is, you know, that, that is a great point. And, you know, and I think that once again, you're, you are a superstar by, you know, by every, you know, definition, but if you can't even continue to have that mindset, man, you're going to, you're going to do even greater things, man. So. Um, yeah. Cause, know. cause you know, a lot of us agents, wholesalers, whatever you may be, uh, this sort of B two B sales, uh, the, your business and your income relies on you. So, yes. at the end of the at the end of the day, the day if you're not taking care of yourself, uh, how are you going to take care of a business, other people under you? Uh, so, yeah, investing in myself, developing myself, I guess is is really where this motivation comes from. Very good, man. I, I good. So you're you're like the wholesaler for your own, uh, you know for your own, uh, you know, for you, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in, I'm investing myself at this there point. You go. Absolutely. Now, uh, so again, again, you know, we, you and I met recently at a networking event and it kind of leads to being to my next question. So, you know, what are your thoughts on building relationships and, and expanding your network and how is that since you have a, I don't want to say a niche type of thing, but you're, you're in a different part of the industry that may require, you know, a little bit more, uh, um ground roots type of thing right so yeah what are your thoughts on you know building relationships and expanding your network per se yeah for you know for a long time i i thought my success relied on my efforts and you know that stems a lot from uh my my start in business i i started a company bootstrapping it having to do a lot of the things that we we had to manage marketing operations, sales. Uh, and, you know, I had to wear every hat and it was a grind. It was, it was a 60 to 80 hour grind a week, uh, while trying to go to college, which <laughs> was, uh, was, a endeavor in itself, but 
really the power of networking that I've found, um, it, it really does open you up to collaboration and, uh, you know, experience so many different things. And uh, I thought this business was so focused on the deals themselves, you know, the money, uh, the numbers, the spreads. Uh, but when I took this step back uh, to finish out school, and to restructure my business and really have a game plan going into this for the next five, 10, 20 years, it all revolved around the people that I'd be working closely with uh, in the long term. And that's not sellers. While they may result in some more deals, it's the end buyers. And those are investors. Uh, those, you know, those were people that I'm gonna be interacting with. If I'm able to build a very powerful relationship with a, with a high net worth, uh, with a great network, um, you know, an individual like that will be invaluable to my success uh, and our success. If, I, if I'm able to feed off of his energy, his mindset, his knowledge, his experience, uh, what will that do for my business? And what will that bring back for his business? Uh, so, you know, even beyond just the investor, uh, individuals like yourself, you know, it's it's so critical to be meeting people on all facets of this, because at some point in time, I'm going to need that experience and knowledge. And I don't want to waste a second of my life, my time, my business, my energy, uh, finding those people, finding good people that I can rely on. Uh, because at the end of the day, this is not, you know, an individual effort. This is a communal effort. I need these people involved in my life and I need uh, that ecosystem of people that I'm trying to build uh, for so many different reasons. So networking is, is almost your key to success in this industry. If you're Absolutely. in my position, if you're get if you're getting started, you don't know what to do. You know, people are willing to share this information, uh, with, with grace, you know, you go to a networking event, people will start spilling the beans. You jump on a podcast with them on a zoom call. Uh, they'll tell you everything you need to know. You want to know, uh, because your success really is their success at the end of the day. Wow. Ah, man, you are, yeah, you're, you're legit, man. You're, you're, you're <laughs> you are definitely legit, man. You just dropped some, some really good bombs and really great gems there because you're, and you're absolutely right. You know, a, a lot of times, of course, you know, we're not a non, you know, we're not a nonprofit, you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're in this business to, you know, whatever facet of our business we're in, we're, we're in it to make money. You know, but the truth is a lot of times we associate the value of a relationship solely by dollars. And um, and the fact that you have the, uh, the the mindset that you don't want to just build a relationship, just again, you obviously you want to make money. But, you know, if you can feed off that person's energy, knowledge or whatever the case may be. How is that going to then translate to for you to even like, you know, for, you know, grow your business? That's a great point of view, man. That 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 is a. That is an awesome, you know, way to to look at things, and and um, and again, for someone so young, this is mind blowing to me. That that <laughs> yeah, and you know, it it comes with uh, trials, tribulations. Like you know, I didn't just sort of get to this point. It it really took a lot of sacrifice, a lot of failure, and time. Uh, so you know, for anybody getting started, you know, what whatever age they are, however wherever they are in the process, it's, it's not too late. You know, I, I'm meeting investors that are 40, 50 years old uh, that are 
you know, way ahead of me or, you know, sometimes even right where I'm at. And they're invaluable to this to this community that I need around me uh, to succeed. You know, you mentioned something just now. And um, this is not something that I, you know, but but you mentioned failure. Okay. And um, of course, you know, I respect everyone's point of view. I'm not here to say my point of view is better than anyone else's. But I'm so glad you mentioned that word because uh, I don't know where I, I don't know where I read it. I, I really don't know. But there was a person that said that, you know, failure doesn't exist, just lessons learned. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, there, there's I so you. much. Oh, I agree with you. That That's a, not true. <laughs> well, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. There, you know, in terms of business learning, uh, this process, this, this investment in yourself into the game of, you know, being an entrepreneur, whatever it may be, uh, there's no way to get into this uh, and, and, you know, have a perfect at bat. You're never ever going to succeed unless you're willing to take imperfect, imperfect action. Uh, and, you know, I struggled for so long because I was trying to perfect things. I was only trying to take uh, very, very safe uh, routes with my business. Uh, and that didn't work. So, you know, in a sense, I, I did have many failures but I like to call it failing forward uh, because at the end of the day, I learned something invaluable. I tried to partner up with people around me. I tried to bring people into my business when maybe my partners didn't think we were ready. Uh, but that solidified in my mind that I needed those partners to succeed. I needed people in marketing. I needed people in operations. I needed people in, in management, uh, financials, all aspects of the business to succeed because that's not what I was good at. Uh, and, you know, in terms of failure, uh, the, I guess the best way to avoid it uh, is, is working with other people, learning what yeah. your skills are, uh, what you're good at, and focusing on those things and, and building a team around you of people that can execute on the things that you aren't so good at. Had I known that, you know, five, 10 years ago, uh, man, where would I be today? But it, it's all 2020 hindsight. But but you know what, man, and and, so, and this is and this is my again, this is where our perspectives kind of kind of align in a way. You know, I I, I totally believe in failure. Like you know, the, the failure should hurt, it should suck, and it does, right? That's what failure is there for. And th 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 there's a so to me, you know, when people say, well, you know, failure doesn't exist, just lessons learned, or you know, whatever, whatever acronym they want to come up with to, for failure, it, it, that's fine. But for me, there's a lesson to be learned in failure, right? If, 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 if you don't go through that, you know, through that pain of like your case, even though you're so young, you've compacted so many, uh, especially in business, you've compacted so many different experiences in your own life. And whether you, you know, whether you know, you failed at that business or whatever, you made the wrong move here, wrong move there, whatever the case may be, the truth is that you learn from those things. Now, that doesn't mean that what you went through at that time sucked any less or, you know, it, no, it still sucked. I'm, I'm pretty sure you were, you know, and same thing happens with me, same thing happens with everybody, but of course, there is a lesson learned in that, you know, and then that's how we were able to then 
you know, you know, progress, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, people call it evolve, right? You know, and, and change as as business people and just as, as people in, in general. But you have to fail in order to learn. I mean that, you know, and, and I think trying to disassociate, you know, failure from learning to have to kind of make ourselves feel better about the situation. Nah, yeah, man. No, I I totally agree. And you know, it, there's this there's this connotation that people have that. Uh, you know, there, there's something wrong with these failures in business uh, that, you know, it's, it's something to be uh, disappointed in yourself with. It's something to be embarrassed about. Uh, but in reality, uh, if you're able to, you know, muster the strength to get beyond, move past that failure, uh, learn from it, understand it, observe it, understand that, you know, this is a temporary thing. Uh, because your body wants you to quit. You, they, Absolutely. Business is never going to be easy. Building a big business is, is a resisted path. You know, you know from, from a natural standpoint, we're not going to be comfortable all the time in business. And when you're able to get past that and get comfortable with things that are very uncomfortable, like failure, uh, you, you start to move faster with more momentum. There's an energy about it that, you know, feels unstoppable. And, and, and to, you know, and to me, bro, and again, everything you said was completely, you know, true. I think that if we try to psychologically or perhaps subconsciously, um, if we try to avoid, like, if we try to avoid looking at failure for what it really is, we really are setting ourselves up for failure. Yeah. yeah. And, and people don't, you know, that grit, I, I didn't understand the grit for so long that you need to have in this Damn. business and every other business. Uh, but once I had somebody in my ring, uh, my mentor, my friend, my, you know, one of my managers here, uh, walking me through the process of failure, like this doesn't affect us in any way, unless you let it. This doesn't hinder our success. This this is part of the process. And if you can get through this, man, what will you get through in the future uh, when you have 10 employees, 20 employees, 30 employees? Because, you know, we're, we're looking to grow at that pace inside yeah. of one to two years. Uh, so, you know, business is centered around the individual. Like I said earlier, if you can't get through small failures, small losses, small hurdles, how is this going to work if you yeah. want 10, 15 employees running your business? You know, but to me, man, you know, and, you know, you got to, you know, you got to fail fast and you got to recover even faster, but we will fail. There's no, there's no way around that, you know, especially when you're getting into something that's, um, even if, even when you have experience, even when you have the experience, but Every, you know, when we're getting into a new endeavor, a new, uh, you know, something like a business or whatever the case may be, you just have, and even, even once we're in it for many years, right, we're going to fail. It, it's, it's just part of, it's part of learning and, and there's a victory in learning, but we cannot have victory without the, you know, without the, the bitterness of, of, uh, of defeat or, or it's just, it's just. You know, but I, I'm so glad you brought that up, man, because I, I do feel that, again, a lot of people are trying to like, you know, I don't know, kind of kind of like, you know, uh, Little League Baseball, where everybody gets a trophy for participating type of thing, right? Well, we have the mentality where 
everything is good, nothing is bad, or whatever the case may be. And grant, granted, that you know that that make, that helps people move forward. And hey, kudos to you, man. Uh, but uh, I just have such a hard time adapting to that concept of like, oh, you know, failure is not real. You know, this is not. Yeah, yeah. It, I failed miserably plenty of times, and it sucks. I've learned from it. I moved forward, and now I'm, you know, kind of doing something differently about that. You know what I mean? It has helped me grow, but without that failure, the, the lesson would have never come to me. So, so I'm glad you, you kind of have a very similar concept, man. So kudos to you, man. I, I like you, man. I like you very much. Yeah. Thank you. I like you too. <laughs> thank you. Man. Now, so let me ask, so as far as, you know, you, again, you're in, you're in a very, uh, you're in, you're in a different side of, of, of the industry. So what is your, like, your ideal clientele per se? Yeah. So, I mean, ideal clientele uh, on the investors networking side um, or not even the investors, really anybody in my network are going to be people that, uh, in a sense, you know, understand uh, their side of uh, the business, their roles, uh, do them well and, you know, make my life easier. Uh, or, you know, they have their sights set very well on what it is they want, what is it is they need. Uh, they're, they're a value-based, you know, people, business, organization, uh, whatever it may be. Um, so, you know, it's, it's sort of, I, I sort of have to be adaptable in this role. There's going to be a lot of investors looking for a lot of different things. Uh, and if I'm able to build great relationships with those people, uh, one of the components to building those relationships is going to rely on me uh, finding what it is they like to invest in, finding the deals they want, because, you know, it, this is a give and take uh, relationship. Uh, when you're building a network, uh, you don't want to be coming off as uh, take, 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 you know, yeah. time, information, uh, insight. If, you know, I learned a lot from an investor at that same meetup that we met, uh, that we met at, and he is is very focused on flipping deals in the North Shore. Uh, so one of the things I'm going to do to begin with is find him some deals because I want to learn a lot about flipping from him. I want to learn a lot about investing in multifamily properties from him. And he will be a very valuable relationship long term. Um, but the ideal client on the buyer's side of things, uh, the, you know, really anybody that I can help provide value to, uh, that it's sort of... I guess, in a sense, constraining to limit myself, but we're focusing on a few different types of distress, people in foreclosure, people with fire damage. And as we, you know, get our systems in place, people in place, agents in place, uh, it'll grow and we'll, yeah. we'll become experts in those different fields uh, because everyone's, you know, trying to pull different lists in wholesaling, call different people, you know, make offers, but they're not focused on building the relationship becoming an expert in the field of distress that these people are in, that they need help through, they need guidance in. Uh, so, you know, really anybody I can uh, provide value to, and hopefully at some point I can, you know, get value back from. Now, so you kind of touched up on something uh, that leads into my next question, which is, you know, as it pertains to your clientele, right? You talked, you talked about, you know, the business that you're into is going to require that, uh, you're, you know, you're flexible, right? You, know, you have some, some flexibility. So aside from that, you know, what, what do you feel is your, the most important variable in order for you to, you know, I guess, expand your clientele or to just grow the number of, of people that you're, you know, you to expand your clientele. 
Yeah. So, you know, I think this often comes back to motivation goals, uh, but to, to find that sort of secret ingredient, the secret sauce to, you know, what it is you need to succeed in business uh, really comes down to you. It's like, what do you want out of this? Uh, I know that I want a very strong network of people uh, that I can invest in large multifamily commercial business deals in. Uh, you know, I, I don't just want to flip homes, single family homes. You know, I'll probably be doing that to get there at some point uh, to move my career along faster in some capacity. Uh, but what I really want is to have that ecosystem of people around me that I can call on at any point in time. Uh, I, I want to be able to, you know, provide that value like I spoke about. Uh, but I know myself fairly well. I'm, I'm trying to learn more and more about myself all the time. Uh, but you, you're never going to succeed unless you kind of find that, that version of yourself in the future. It's like, who do I want to become? Uh, you know, what are my values today? They might change in the future, but what is it that I'm willing to do right now uh, to, to get me along further? So understanding yourself, your goals, uh, and realistically what it is that you'd be happy doing uh, for the short term, the long term, because this is all a long term play for me. I no longer think uh, what's going to, you know, uh, what's going to provide me value in the next three months, uh, because I'm not worried about the financial gain of three months. I'm worried about the long-term impact on my business, my partners, my network, my relationships, uh, and, and really the ecosystem around me. That's awesome, man. Um, that's wow. Good, good, good. Man. And, and I think you're absolutely right. You know, uh, having that, you know, having that focus, you know, um, yeah, it's, a uh, you know, it, it's it's awesome, man. I'm glad that you've been able to to, to kind of adapt, you know, or at least you know, adopt, not adapt, adopt that mindset that uh, it's not it's not always going to be about you know, the short term play or you know or the you know the the financial you know reward in the next couple of months. Absolutely. You know, you, know, you have a much longer you know term uh, uh, long term thing, and 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 that's and again that's going to require a lot of patience. It's going to require you know, um, a lot of uh, fortitude, you know, on, on, on your behalf, but you have yeah, no, mindset. and you know, you know, I'm grateful. I'm very grateful that I've been able to figure these things out. Uh, but I think people put a lot of stress on themselves to find these things out and have a plan, have an idea, have a goal. Uh, but, but that's too, you're being too hard on yourselves. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're trying to get that all done, I'm 25. I've given up a lot to figure out these, these thoughts about myself, these ideas, this perception, uh, and this understanding of myself. I've given up more than most people my age are probably comfortable giving up. Uh, and, you know, I don't advise that. It's, it's, not, it's not sustainable. I, I had a very bad crash and burn uh, trying to learn about myself. Uh, when in reality, you can be tasting different things in the industry, whether it's real estate, sales, whatever it may be, there's ways to learn about yourself, taste different things over time, uh, and play it the safe way. Because if I had gone back five, six years, I probably would have done that. And I'd probably have learned a lot and uh, been in a maybe more stable place uh, entering this business. 
but yeah, it's it's it takes time, patience, energy for sure. Absolutely. Now, so you know, so speaking of which, Rick, and, and again, you kind of uh, touched up on it as well too. What have been some of the most important or more valuable lessons that you've learned along the way? Because, like I said, even though you're young, you've compacted a lot of different business experiences and, and life experiences into your, you know, to who you are. They've molded you, right? So, what what have been some of the biggest lessons you've learned, you know, throughout your your journey from having your own business to now? still having your own business, but kind of in a, a totally different industry, like how, you know, what are some of the things you've learned along the way? Yeah. So, um, a, a few things that really caught me up early and I've learned to become some of my biggest, uh, I guess, motivation for, for getting work done or, you know, whatever that may be is, uh, the imperfect action that I was talking about. Nothing's ever going to play out in the most ideal way. And if it does, that's great. But if it doesn't, uh, that's, that's a pretty normal, you know, pace of business. Uh, things are never, you know, going to be this ideal fantasy world. Uh, like people kind of push online, like, you know, I see a lot of people pushing online that they can start wholesaling. Uh, you can start making 20, 30, 40 grand a month. You can start closing deals. Uh, well, that's great. And all that's possible. It only happens with that imperfect action. Absolutely. Uh, so the next thing would probably be, uh, I guess, the confidence to ask for help. I didn't ask for help for uh. the first year in my business, maybe two years. And when it got to the point where I was asking for help, uh, when I was seeking people around me that I needed to you know, move forward as an individual, move forward as a business owner, a founder. Uh, I wasn't able to do that because I hadn't structured it that way. I didn't make it clear uh, that I needed that assistance. And I basically told everybody around me, I was going to put on all the hats and figure out the information I needed to. Uh, now working in such a mature industry, sorry, this camera's getting a little blurry here. Uh, now working in uh, this very mature industry, there's so many people around you uh, that it's almost foolish not to ask for help. You know, if you need help analyzing a deal, getting through the process, I'm now able to contact dozens of people in my network uh, that will happily do that because there's a, a great trade-off of value there. Um, so yeah, imperfect action, uh, asking for help when you need it. Uh, but, but that showing up that imperfect action is, is really critical to getting started. Uh, and, and learning what you need to learn to uh, get through those initial phases because the start is the hardest part. It's, it's always going to be. And, and one thing that, you know, you said, you know, to having the confidence to ask for help, that's super crucial. Um, and, but for me, uh, even, more, um, even more importantly is, you know, having the humility to ask for help. You know, a lot of times we, you know, we get caught up in, you know, trying to, uh, you know, prove a point or trying to prove who we are or whatever the case may be. And that, you know, we, we make our lives a lot harder than they have to be by refusing to, you know, like you said, you, you know, we, we have colleagues in, in, in all industries, you know, that, uh, you know, will, are willing to share the information. If, if they're, now, of course, there are some that are not, and that's fine. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's all good and dandy. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of people in our industry that are willing to share whatever they've learned, you know, throughout their careers. 
uh, with us, but we got to have, we got to be humble enough to be like, man, I really need help. Like, I really need to, I'm kind of stuck on this or I'm lost or whatever, yep. whatever that is, you know? Absolutely. And I read a, a great book on this called Who Not How. Uh, I can't remember the the writer, but it, it's called very, again? Who Not How. It's a very powerful Ooh. book on uh, your network, understanding that there is somebody out there in pretty much every capacity that could probably answer the question you need answered or help you with the thing you need uh, done. So when I look at my business uh, in the most basic terms, like who's going to do the calls, it's, it's not me as the business owner. Well, I'm going to get on the phones and do my thing. Uh, I'm probably not going to be on the phones as much as I anticipated yeah. getting into this business. That was my start. That was my starting point, but that's an $8 an hour job. Uh, I can probably find some people that need that insight, that start. I can probably find some people in the Philippines, the VAs, you know, wherever they may be to take on that role so I can start working on my business. That's awesome. But again, you got to have those conversations. You got to be humble enough to, to ask for the help. And then, of course, be humble enough to apply, you know, the, 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 the counsel that, that you're receiving. So, you know, that, that I'm glad that you, uh, you said this. So now, what are some of the, you know, more, you know, what are some of the resources, the most effective resources uh, that have helped you so far, you know, in, in your journey uh, towards your new product, towards your new endeavor, you know, partaking in? Yeah. So, you know, I think the thing that has really uh, 10xed my, my last business uh, and my current projects now uh, was consultants, you know, it, and that might not be a very common answer. Uh, some people might, might not be proud to say that, uh, but I'm still new to business in a sense. I'm, I have three, four years of experience. You know, I was always self-starter. I've never really had uh, an office job, higher jobs with hierarchy. You know, I was a server bartender for years and uh, I didn't learn much about business in that space. I didn't learn much about business going to school at night. Uh, so I needed these people to leverage uh, their resources, their information, their knowledge uh, to help me grow a business and get structured because I'm not great with structure uh, or I wasn't and I'm working on it. I wasn't great with organization. I wasn't, you know, great at this oversight. Uh, but the more I spent time with my consultants uh, who, who went on to become partners of a business, uh, the more I grew and the faster I was able to move. They really did take a huge weight off my shoulders of this lack of knowledge uh, when I understood that I wanted to, you know, succeed in business. I wanted to run my own business. I wanted to operate it. I wanted to learn all the inner workings of it, but I needed those people uh, to get over that hurdle. That's awesome, man. And, and, and you're right. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, um, relying on others can be an, an effective resource. Uh, and like you said, I, kind of like you, I'm not, I'm not very good with organization. Am I as bad as I used to be? No, absolutely not. Uh, but I, I think that's a pretty common trait in a lot of us that are in sales, right? We, we're, 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 we're looking for that next, um, you know, this is what we do. We, this is how we make a living. This is how we support our families and ourselves. And um, so, but again, knowing that, you know, recognizing that they're looking for ways to, 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 to improve on that and to, you know, yeah. Cool. And, you know, there's there's always going to be more ways to develop yourself. Uh, and really, that was what the consultant was about. You know, it's not it's not like 
the one specific consultant made or break my business. It's not like this one consultant now is uh, making or breaking my business. Really, it starts with me. Uh, so the more I know, the better and uh, learning from them is invaluable. Uh, but really, I think it sort of comes down to the support you have around you. Uh, building a big business most often requires a good amount of hands on deck, uh, people involved, experience. And I don't want to build uh, an operation where I'm sort of running around, uh, you know, having to deal with all the paperwork, all the appointments. I want to be able to leverage other people's time and yeah. trade off that knowledge that I've gained over these last few years uh, and, and help everybody win. Uh, but, but to even go one step further, there's so many resources, there's consultants, uh, there's, there's content online. I've, uh, you know, purchased courses. I've learned from them. I've, I've moved past them and thought, why did I purchase that course? But at the time I needed that information. So, uh, it's, it's really about what you're willing to learn, what you're willing to do, uh, to get to the next phase in your business, your life, whatever it may be. Absolutely, man. Now, of course, you know, we, we've talked a lot, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, your business and your, you know, and what you're doing to kind of expand on that, but outside of what you do for business, right? So, you know, even how, you know, who, what do you do? You know, what do you like to do? What do you, what are your hobbies? What are your family? I know you, you mentioned earlier um, when we were off camera about family and how your weekends are, you know, so talk to me about that. You know, what, what are you outside of, your, you know, your business set. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for many years I played sports in high school. I played a little in college. Um, nothing, nothing crazy, no club sports, but, um, I like to focus, uh, really on myself, uh, time with my family, my girlfriend, uh, and, you know, staying active. Uh, one of my favorite things to do, uh, and is becoming a sort of growing habit in my life is yoga meditation. Um, I work, I try to work out, uh, as much as I can, uh, you know, one to two hours a day, you know, four or five days a week, uh, with, with a lot of focus on stretching, uh, and just being present in the moment. Cause I, I haven't done that. So uh, a lot of what I do is really focusing again on myself, uh, and, and you know, what I'm doing because I, for so long, I, I struggled with, uh, who I was, uh, the, you know, being my real self and, and not just putting on uh, a mask and, you know, I guess, uh, abiding to what I thought people would like about me. So yeah, it's, it's, I, I try to stay active. I, I try to focus on my mind, my body, my soul. Uh, I love playing sports, golf, basketball, uh, whatever it is, sign me up and I'll be there. That's all great. Cause I, you know, believe it or not, I'm, I'm a big sports fan too. Um, so I try to get into golf and I am, and I am going to get into golf even more now. Uh, it seems like everybody's playing golf. I mean, yeah, no great networking tool. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, absolutely. Um, and, um, but you know, like that, that's one of the things that I need to get back into as well. I used to play a lot of basketball, uh, baseball. Like I'm, I'm a huge, you know, Sox fan. Um, you know, although we've been kind of inconsistent the last couple of weeks, but, you know, so, but things like that. Now, do you think that, you know, kind of focusing on that aspect, you know, just kind of just hanging out, whatever, you know, uh, with your girlfriend, with your family, you know, working out, the, the yoga, all these things. Um, do you think then that kind of helps, you know, 
how does that translate into success in your in your in your business or do you think it has any correlation at all yeah um you know i was a big believer in hustle uh the grind for so long and uh i i think it's actually sort of backwards like hustle culture is in in many ways extremely toxic to a lot of people because people can't live up to these expectations of working 60 70 80 hours a week uh and balancing their life you know it's it it becomes a lot easier when you love your work uh which which i love doing about which is what i love about real estate like i love doing this i love these processes i love the people i love the community uh so it's easy but i need that time away i need that downtime and even if i can only hit that 40 50 uh, you know, maybe even 60 hours a week for work, uh, whatever my capacity may be, uh, taking that time away is an investment, again, in myself. Uh, if, if you're not taking time to enjoy the things around you, find that fulfillment, if it's not from work specifically, uh, yeah. then it's going to be really hard to stay happy. And like, who are you if you're not happy? You're a shell of a person. And if you are running a business, and you're not finding any fulfillment, happiness, enjoyment in what you're doing. Uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. And that's, that's what I did unknowingly. Um, and it was, you know, sort of one of my vows uh, to never do again when I entered this business. I was going to focus on myself. I was going to focus on my time away from business, my relaxation, uh, making sure I was in a good mental place. And I, I think that's all, you know, that's what my weekends are about. Uh, people tell me real estate's hard. You got to work long weekends. Uh, you know, I argue if I can't work the weekend because I need to focus on myself, uh, then then real estate is going to have to wait. You know, it's, it's it's actually amazing that 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 you say that. So, I'm a lot older than you are. <laughs> All right, and uh, one thing that I learned pretty much this year is that, you know. Time away is absolutely crucial um, because I know a lot of, I, I know some folks who are successful business people, uh, you know, that I look up to, honestly, that I really look up to them from a, from a business standpoint, I look up to them, yet they have miserable family lives. They're absolutely miserable, Okay. And then I know some people who are, I'm not saying that I want to be, and again, I want to, I don't want to like down talking on, on anyone, but who live in very humble, you know, a very humble means that, you know, they, they, they live humbly. They, you know, um, so I would never aspire to be them like financially yet they have the most incredible, you know, life as a, as a family. So of course, you know, with us and, and I, I, you know, you mentioned the word hustle, you know, I'm the same way. Like I'm always in my mind is always like, I'm always in the hustle. I'm always trying to, how can I grow my business? How can I, you know, how can, how can I do better as an insurance agent? How can I be a better resource for, you know, the realtors that I work with, the loan officers, the attorneys, the inspectors. like I'm always in that, almost in that mindset. But a few months ago, we, you know, the family and I went to Myrtle beach for a week um, and I completely disconnected that entire week. And I got to tell you, it was the most incredible. <laughs> it was one of the most incredible weeks of my life. Because at the end of the day, 
I needed that time off. And so did my family. Right. So I think it's, and then I came back and I was like, oh, ready to, you know, ready to, you know, get back into the grind of things and, you know, figure things, some things out. But the point is that at the end of the day, man, you know, we, we, we were, you know, it was, it's great to, that work life balance. And of course, I think us, and I can kind of see that in you as well. We are always going to lean towards the work, right? You know, that that's naturally, like naturally, like that's going to, that's going to be our natural impulse uh, to, to kind of go towards the work. And then we have to make a concerted and conscientious effort to be like, no, we need to kind of lean more towards life because at the end of the day, you know, life is important, you know, as well. Yeah. And I'm really glad you, you brought that up, the work-life balance, because this is sort of one of my, uh, one of my main focuses in life, really. Um, I, I truly do believe that work-life balance is, is almost not a thing. You know, if, if you're not working on something you don't enjoy, uh, and, and work takes up most of your life, how are you supposed to find balance? And exactly. you know, if, if you have to do that work, if it is essential to getting to that next phase or chapter in your life, uh, getting to where, getting you to where you want to go, uh, then how are you going to do something outside of work that keeps you in balance? How are you going to, you know, feed off of this uh, to, to take that next step? Uh, because, you know, I tried to balance this, this 60, 70, 80 hour schedule with, with school and uh, while I was in a relationship and it took a toll on my life and I realized I wasn't enjoying the process. I wasn't enjoying the work. Uh, and until I cut that off out of my life, uh, which is at the end of the day, why I left my business, I was never going to find balance there. It was, it was not part of the equation. Uh, so the, the, it all really comes back to knowing yourself uh, understanding who you are, what you're capable of, what you want to do. And, you know, a lot of questions will answer themselves. It's not like I, I sit around thinking about these questions all day. Uh, but the more I try to grow, understand myself, develop my perspective, uh, these things come to me naturally. It's, it's sort of uh, like the law of attraction. I'm trying to find balance in my yeah, life yeah. and balance comes to me. Uh, and I, I think that's something that uh, so many young entrepreneurs, uh, people in these industries uh, really aren't told or showed uh, because it doesn't it doesn't sell in a sense. And it's unfortunate because that, that, that's how you have you know, burnout and then you have uh, which is totally con- which is kind of productive uh, and, and it steers you in the wrong direction of, of growth and and obviously, you know, financial stability and all that guts, it completely takes you the other way, you know, draws you away from it when you're burnt out. Now, you mentioned the book earlier, um, Who, Not How. And I guess, you know, that, that leads me to like, you know, uh, you know, the last question here. So like, so any of the books that you read or that you're reading that have helped you, you know, kind of get to where you are now? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of my favorites is uh, Can't Stop Me by David Goggins. Uh, he is a Marine. Uh, he was in the, or sorry, he was in the Navy SEALs. Uh, he experienced a very traumatic life. Um, and, you know, the way he looks at life in general is uh, using the failures, the things that you go through as tools uh, to build a more powerful version of yourself. Uh, in, in anything you do uh, and using your experiences to grow from. 
you know, he had probably one of the most traumatic lives I've ever seen. And uh, this man was able to accomplish incredible things, run ultra marathons with a heart condition, uh, get through Navy SEAL training hell week multiple times. Uh, but yeah, I guess finding books on uh, questions that you need answers to uh, in yourself, not even maybe not even just your business, because I've read a ton of business books and I can make a ton of recommendations. Uh, but what really is fulfilling for me is is finding the things that uh, get me through what I'm going through in a similar sense. I, I've dealt with a lot of trauma uh, personally in my mind. Uh, and, you know, I was unable to, uh, you know, overcome those things until I opened up my perspective and understood that people like him, people, other people around the world are going through way worse than me. They're, they're struggling a lot. And I'm here uh, sitting in a very nice neighborhood uh, in, in a very ideal state position in my life, uh, time in my life complaining, like, where does that get me? Uh, so, you know, can't stop me is great. Uh, who, not how. Um, uh, there's some other great ones I'm blanking on, but uh, I'm, I'm sure we can, I can, I'm sure I can provide you a little list and we can link it uh, somewhere. <laughs> no, but so the thing is, so the reason why I say that is because, so I used to be a very avid reader. I used to read a lot, you know, uh, back in the day. And of course, you know, like, it's not an excuse, it's not an excuse, but you know, life gets in the way and just, just things, you know, so you lose, you kind of lose the habit of, of, of doing so. And then recently I, I decided to, you know what, no, like reading has to be uh, an important part of what I do, because in order for, in order for me to give to others, I also have to fill myself, right? It, it, it's very, you know, it's, it's very, it's common sense. Absolutely. And, and I get to one book that has really changed a lot, like my perspective, and I recommend it to everybody. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a copy if you haven't read it. It's called "The Obstacle Is the Way." Um, have you read of that book before? No, but 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 by the title, I feel like that'd be right up my alley. Yeah, dude, it has. It's, it, I mean, it has to do with business because it does. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's it's really more about mental fortitude attitude how we look at you know obstacles in our way how we look at failure which which we spoke about earlier you know dude it is such a great book it is such a great book i've read it twice in the last six months um i've taken a ton of notes on it and, and you know uh so this this is what i'm reading now actually um it's the same same author uh ego is the enemy and um just started like I've only read like the first five pages, but I can tell you it's a great, it's gonna be another great book. But I think you know, like to your point, a lot of doing these things, man, um, that don't necessarily have to do with business because there's plenty of business books we can read, and there's, there's something wrong with that. I do read business books too, but I think you know, I'm more focused on mind frame, mindset type of literature. Because if I can take those lessons that I learned from that and apply them to my business, dude, it's something, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, I'm good. We're going to win more often than we like, that's just the way, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I went down the list of the business books, rich dad, poor dad, uh, yeah. all of them, the million dollar real estate agent, uh, you know, whatever it may be, 
Uh, but I didn't retain a m a much of that information because, you know, I wasn't really approaching it uh, with a very strategic way. So uh, the way I like to pick books now uh, is really focused on uh, my weaknesses or even my strengths that need development. Uh, and I find something that I'll be able to learn from, even if it's one little golden nugget in that book. Um, I'm very good at implementing change in my life. Uh, when it's necessary, uh, when it'll it'll develop develop myself, my person, um, and yeah, that's that's really what I think people should be looking to do with books, uh, open their perspective, understand the mindset of business people, uh, you know, people writing these books, uh, these world-renowned books, and uh, getting inside their head, leveraging their knowledge. Absolutely, man. Well, listen, man. Uh, so, lastly. Um, you know, how can people, you know, best contact you, uh, you know, reach out to you, uh, and then we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you can contact me on Instagram, uh, at Eamon M. Keen. Uh, I'm sure we'll drop a link for my email. Uh, it's contact at firstcallhouses.com. Uh, but we, we got a number of different businesses and, uh, the way we're going to interact with agents, investors, sellers, you know, there's going to be a plethora of options. Uh, so if you have anything you want to know about real estate, if you want to get involved in real estate, if you're already working on real estate, want to understand wholesaling, uh, working with investors, uh, however I can provide value, please reach out. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll probably drop some links somewhere, I'm sure. And uh, yeah. yeah, I really appreciate it, Jose. I'm, uh, this has uh, been a great experience, first podcast. And of course. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking again real soon. Now, well, hey, man, I got to tell you, man, I, 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 I am super, super extremely, extremely, um, first of all, grateful for you to take time out of your day, you know, to, to do this and, and to, uh, you know, a lot of times we go to these events and we meet people and, you know, everybody's good, you know, and then after that, it's like, it's hard to follow up and it's hard to, you know, and I'm so glad that we actually made the effort to, to follow up and, and to do this. But more importantly, bro, you know, like seriously, I'm really, really impressed with your, just the way you are, your mentality with a couple of different things, man. Uh, and, and I commend you, uh, like I said, as I said earlier, kudos to your parents, man. They did an awesome job, obviously. And, uh, and kudos to you, bro. Honestly, you know, you're, 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 you're an exceptional young man. And I'm, like I said, you are, you already are doing, you know, crazy things, you know, great things. And I'm, and that's going to continue just because you're just that kind of person, man. So, Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, you know, for doing this, man. And, you know, we will definitely be in touch, right, brother? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, thinking about launching my own podcast. So uh, you already know I'm going to need an insurance agent or two on there. <laughs> well, there you go, my brother. Hit me up, all right, man? All righty. Take care, Jose. Right, be good, man.